um, dropped that a lot. Living the best life with no face mask. That's real talk, bro. All them scaremongering and that. Come on. Mm-hmm. What's, it? What's it like? Are you formal or you're informal? Are you like more like informal, more bro? Informal, like, man. Like, we're we're vibing. We're vibing. We're live already. Because I'm from I'm from a, a, a affluent area. I'm from a educated background, so I can speak proper if you want me to. Nah, bro. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll dip in the now, man. Up, be you, bro. Be you, man. We we want to see the travel <laughs> shortcuts we see. On, on your channel, you get me? Pardon? We want to see the guy, you know, um, that we see from your channel, you get me? No, there's bare man in my channel, G. Oh, 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 are you talking about me? No, okay, I'm talking cool. about yourself, yeah, yeah. All right, then, I'm, then I'm, I'm, I'm versatile. I'll just switch it up like that, you know. Adapt to the surrounding, brother. So, yeah, we're live already. Right, I just wanted, to, respect, I just wanted to start off um, and say congratulations on the monetization. Respect. Yeah, yeah, I see you dropped what 1k now, it's almost tripled. So, I'm saying, man, like, honestly, guys, man, respect to you guys. Like, I never thought, I never thought this thing can pop off like that. I just started, I've just started doing this for fun, bro. Real talk, you know, it's for fun. And obviously, you man, them, thanks for having me on your platform. And we're just trying to give back to the fellow brothers out there trapped in a cycle of, um, of chaos when they don't know that there's other options out there. They don't know about traveling. They think the world hates them. They're not welcome to certain countries. My, I'm speaking to you right now. I'm walking around with a, Pol- with a Poland top. I've been Poland. I'm showing me mad love out there. <laughs> Whereas the perspective is, oh, they're racist. They have a certain agenda towards blacks or whatever, but that's not the case. But there's a lot of proper, uh, misinformation and propaganda that we need to kind of evade. So what, are you saying that Eastern Europe is calm for black people? I never said that, G. I'm saying that there's a lot of misinformation. I'm not saying certain things happen, but through my experiences, I didn't, I didn't witness no racism, and I didn't witness no animosity towards blacks. If anything, I was treated better because I was different. Do you know what I mean? If a white boy goes to Poland, they got to look at them like, oh, he's just one of us. But if you're different, oh, who's this guy? Where is he from? So people gravitating towards me. I went there with, with, with a white girl, and I was treated better than her. And she even said, like, like, wow, like they love you out here. Do you know what I mean? And I'm the same as you see me on the YouTube, just vibes and yo, yo. I have my polling video there on my channel. You can check out for yourself. Mad love out there still. Yeah. What I made mean, you want to go Poland? To be fair to you, one in it wasn't even on the agenda, G. I was just chilling with one of my homegirls in Newcastle because I was based there because I was doing my uh my postgrad there at Newcastle University. And we were just looking at cheap flights, you know, Skyscanner. We just said, let's go for a little city break. And the cheapest flight was in Poland, Warslaw. And mm. she was like, let's go to Poland. And I was like, you know, my my childhood mentality, you know, told me easy, they're racist, that's bad. But then again, I'm like, I've been in Romania. Romania was a crazy place. I've been in Romania, and then I kind of see Poland, Romania, kind of the same boat. And I said, you know what? I went to Romania. That man showed me mad love. Let me go and check out Poland. I said, you know what? Why not? You know, I'm always trying to test waters. You know what I mean? I never want to take things for first face value, but I want to kind of construct my own perspective, my own kind of kind of want to develop my own information about that country. And that's where my name comes from, Travel Shortcuts. You know, I'm not telling you something I don't know. I've been there and I'm telling you, okay, want to go Poland? Go here. If you want to go Romania, go here. And that's what I'm saying. I'm the link. I'm the go-to guy. And mm. yeah, that's all what it is. What would you say kicked it off? 
Pardon? What would you say kicked it off for you? Like, what what was it that kicked it off for you? Like, location-wise? Or... It, it was my ex-girlfriend, brother. My ex-girlfriend back in 2009, G. University days. Kill University, bro. Stafford shit. You know, me, I'm from the road. Do you know what I mean? So, I went even on this travelling team. I was just, yeah, I went uni, done my thing, looking to go back, get a little job. But then when I was at uni, my girl was like, yo, let's travel. I'm all about going Nando's and shit. Do you know what I mean? Just chilling on that. But <laughs> just like, let's go traveling. Like, let's go somewhere. And then we ended up going Greece. And I swear to you, I was like, that's a waste of money. Why would you want to go to another country? We could have a good time here. Do you know what I mean? But she opened my, 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 my eyes and... When I went over to Greece, uh, Rose specifically, I was like, wow. Like, just even getting on the plane, you know, um, getting getting picked up, hearing foreign languages everywhere. And I think the, I think it became like an addiction because it's like you go somewhere and no one knows nothing about you. They don't know your history. They don't know your background. They don't know yeah. what you've been through. If anything, it's like you're reborn. And I love that. Like, and it's the love I felt around it. Just the... The tourism, you know, that oh, that you're a foreigner and they're welcoming you in their own house. And then, you know, sometimes in London, you don't even feel welcome. And we're from them types. Mm, but true, when you're getting true, welcomed true. somewhere else, you, you're like, rah, swear The love down. is there, bro. The love is there. there you go, so, man. so wait, yeah. can, I, can I ask something? Have you ever had any bad experiences? Like, rah, this, this ain't for me. Sort of. To tell you the truth. Of course, of course it happens, you know. Um, little things, though. Never big things, like little things. Like, I went to Romania. The man showed me mad love. And then I think I, w I was there for my New Year's with my bro. And then we are partying out. I had, like, an expensive jacket I got from Japan when I was living there. I dashed it on the sofa. I went to dance. My turn around. Went back to the sofa. The jacket was gone. But this is what I'm saying. These things are petty. They're petty stuff. Mm, yeah. Like, little things, like... like wrong change people giving you wrong change when you go abroad and little things getting missing in the dr dominican republic the man went for my suitcase and stole my ralph Lauren tops and my uh, what? safe and little things like that what airport people yeah brother sure. I, even right now man's wait man complained to american airlines i'm still waiting they said they're gonna reimburse me still but i'm waiting in it but yeah like little things but i can't tell you hope on heart Man that was racist to me, man called me nigger, man done this, man made me feel that I wasn't well. Never been that petty mm, stuff. Mm, it's more petty crime as opposed to the big stuff. Okay. Just just, just on that point there, like you met, you went Greece, you got a taste of the life, you loved it. It seems like you've never looked back since then. Um, right. And yeah, yeah, and relating back to what you're doing um, on YouTube and that, I see um, Omar would say this as well. Um, young black men like us need to sort of reconnect or connect what we're doing to to guys like us so they can kind of get a taste of um, what we're doing and hopefully right. you know, create a knock-on effect and it inspire them to, to get a taste of what's, what's going on. Do you get what I'm saying? So, was, was, sorry, my, what, what question was that? No, no, I was just saying that it's it's good that... No, no, of know, course, like, the connection, you're, you're put, the young black, yeah, the they're misinformed and stuff. They don't know the options, G. Like, real yeah. talk, like, if you see for out what we're doing, we're called, like, I think the term is digital nomad, when you're just travelling with your laptop and just going with the flow. Like, you're not supposed to do this, my G. They tell you, go to school, 
work hard, you know, you're getting to, you, you do your, you're getting to it, your A-levels, you can do your A-levels. Do well in your A-levels, you get into uni. Do well in uni, you get a good job. Do well in your job, you can, you can, you can, you can get promoted. They don't tell you to do your own business. They don't tell you to travel the world. They tell you to get that sad mortgage. Not just in mortgages, but I'm just saying, a lot of my brothers, I talked about traveling, they're like, oh, I got my mortgage. It's a big weight, bro. Do you know what I mean? Because if, if things don't go according to plan, they lose that, they lose the yard, fam. So them men are hesitant. A lot of people are very comfortable with what they have, and they're not. Yeah. There. And it goes back to when I was at uni and I was doing a philosophy um, 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 module. It was called the prisoner's dilemma. The argument is, if if there's someone that's been in prison all their life, and you was to ask them to leave. Oh, sorry. You'll be, you'll be you're so, you're supposed to ask them. Are you happy? They will tell you yes because that's all they know. However, the argument goes: if they would venture out of the bars, maybe they might their perspective might change. So, how can you tell someone that if you're happy, if you don't, if you never tested the other woods, if you mm. never tried life here, if you never tried life there, how can you tell me you're you're happy in your own predicament? You know, it's that cliche. You tell someone, oh, you're happy with your life, you're happy with your job. Yeah, yeah, it's good enough for me. Especially with us, I'm from a very religious family, you know. Hey, amen to God. Praise God for everything. Why wouldn't you want a better life for yourself? Why wouldn't you just, it's no harm in just trying yeah. to test waters elsewhere and seeing what, if the grass is green on the other side. And that's what a lot of young minds, not, they, they don't know this stuff. They don't know. The they don't know what's... And all that, I know that madness. They don't know what's out there. And me and I was watching one of your, um, videos we was digging way way back here and you made you made right. a point you made a point on one of the videos um connecting the dots right and, uh, right connecting right. the dots you said it, it sounds a bit mystical you know if you if you don't kind of think into it too deeply but what did you mean by that connecting what dots video and, was that, connecting the dots i think he was in london i think he was one of your last days in london and you made a video yeah he was walking down the street at night Mm -hmm. um, oh, is that before I was gonna leave? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're just talking about life. Yeah, bro, that was it. Yeah. Nah, video, you know, you know what? what? I felt, I felt that one a lot, man. Bro, I tell you right now, bro. Hand on right. heart, man, that was deep to me. All, bro. all of that resonated with me I'm right now. Just to give you a bit of context, um, before I left, I left London for Japan, and I ended up going to Japan for two years teaching and traveling, brother. I was saying bye to all my family. And then my little sister that I believe was like five or six, she was sitting on the stairs. And I was saying bye to her and she was like, she wasn't saying anything. And I said, well, I'm like, come on, what's going on? And she's like, oh, you don't care about anyone. You don't care about us. All you care about is Japan. And that's a deep thing, brother. Your whole yeah. family telling you kind of like, you're leaving us for something else. But of course, there's, for me, it hurt a lot. Because sometimes you have to close some doors to open new doors. And for me, it was hard to leave family and friends and do the traveling thing, especially with me. I was, I was always looking at long-term traveling. And it's that's the thing. It, it's it, Just to add the context, it's a hard decision to do this traveling thing. It's a hard decision to spend money that you can maybe possibly use to help a family member or buy a yard or whatever. You know, a lot of people will tell me, oh, you're wasting your money. What are you doing this for? You're doing that for? You should be settled down. You should have a comfortable job. Do you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. So first of all, it's a sacrifice we make when we travel. However, yeah, when you connect these dots, fam, you know, it's like 
again, it's the leap of faith. You don't know what's on the other side, but it's like I guess it's like a, it's like a, it's like a gut feeling. You know, you feel like I just felt like I was going around in circles. You know, and I've never really seen the next chapter. You know, I don't want to live life on fifty on five percent, ten percent. I want to live life and say, bruv, I've got to 60, 70 percent. You mm. know what I mean? And then that's when legacies are formed. That's when you're content and you're and I want to be in a situation where I'm like, bruv, I've done everything I had to do, kind of thing. And if I weren't doing that, I wouldn't be connecting to us. I'll just be I'll just be on stage one, stage two. I'm trying to get to that boss level. You know, and that's where you see certain have, have elevated this travel community, even though we don't look at them. Look at this K, look what KSI is doing to the world, bro. That guy's doing everything, brother. Guy started off playing games, bro. Next thing you know, he's on America, he's doing video, he's doing movies, he's doing boxing matches, driving one, one guy came to link you out there, right? One one Pardon? guy came to link you one guy came to link you out there. Some American guy, right? Two man them. Two, two. man them. And they're even from America. They're not even from the UK. They're from America. Yeah. The man that just hollered at me on Instagram. They're like, yo, because the thing of what I do is I, I kind of promote myself in terms of if you want to get at me, get at me, link up. I'm not going to name names or drop names, but certain man them out there, they don't tell you this. They just say, hey, this, this country is like this. This country is like that. I'm telling you, brother, if you want to come out here, link me up, holler at me. So that man, so that man uh, messaged me, American guy, I think one from D.C., one from Chicago, whatever. And they're like, yo, man, travel shortcuts, bro. You know, because the thing is, you're a solo traveler. A lot of man, they're scared to travel on their own. So when you got a YouTuber that's out there saying, brother, come link me. You're not alone. It's a different, you, you got a different perspective, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, the heart of that media. Was, yeah, you, was you surprised? Was you surprised? When, brother, I was like... surprised, man. It's a big man thing. Because I ain't gonna lie, I've got, I've got a whole of like 30 people message me nonstop, especially when the channel, channel's growing. Certain bear man, them, yeah, yo, 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 I'm gonna be there next week. But as you already know, it's all waffle sometimes. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Man, them get a bit excited, like. But then obviously, when they actually message me, they're like, yo, I'm at the airport. I had a brother up with the long hair. I think one of my recent videos, I think I said he came to link me. DC, brother from DC, D Will, you know, he's got a YouTube channel as well. Um, D Will. He's like, bro, I'm at the airport. Where you at? I'm like, jeez. Because <laughs> you know I, mean? I, I was speaking to him for like two weeks, you know what I mean? Like two weeks ago, I didn't think he was serious. But then, yeah, I said, bro, I'm at this, I'm at this party, come true. And I think it was one of my lives going crazy with the bottles and that. One of the lives, you know, I told him, I obviously were there. You know, we always go to Gusto's, like a nightclub and that. So I said, oh, yeah, come true in it. Don't worry, don't worry. You, have to, you don't have to pay anything, bro. The guy was getting excited with the bottles. And I think he just grabbed me one time. He said, bro, like, <laughs> thank you. He said, thank you, bro. Like, you have to understand, like, my life was miserable in, in, in America. Now I, I, I uh, discovered your channel and the traveling thing. And now I'm already trying to plan to live in Colombia and do something. And that's 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 just where it comes from, bro. Because I think like sometimes you think, you know, sometimes it's time and put videos and stuff. You know what I mean? But yeah, you don't you... know really what it's doing, but it's it's touching. Oh, like... like we've 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 had it where people have said, "Yo, like I've come out to certain places. I've seen your video. That's why I'm here this time." Do you know what I'm saying? You... People have gone Miami because they've seen our videos and that. And you know, and you know what the wickedest thing, but I can tell you deep story. It's not even about YouTube. It's just about traveling. Sometimes, like I said, connecting dots. Sometimes it feels like it was supposed to be, and it's creepy. I remember when I was in Romania with my bro, you know, 
we're in Mania. My bro, my bro, my bro, he's he obviously is from the road like me, but he was more in the roads. And obviously, I was like, bro, let's go Romania, let's have fun. Come, let me see, let me show you something different. We ended up going Romania. We ended up tearing up, partying, all of this. And then I think one night he was feeling hungry and we're like, oh, let's go out. And then I think he, he was with one thing and he left with one thing. I went by myself somewhere else. And then later on that night, the guy told me, bro, I was walking with my thing and I saw a guy because it was, it was icy in Romania. The guy slipped and cracked his head. And my brother was there. And my brother quickly ran to him. There was no one around. My brother ran to him, put the glove, um, he took off his gloves, he was freezing, put it on his head, and he ran off, ran off and got help. And then luckily the ambulance came and the guy's head was leaking out, gushing out. So it's one of them ones where if we didn't go Romania, if we didn't do this, if we didn't do that, we are one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like certain things, I'm sure you've traveled and you've helped certain people out there. Even though when I'm planning, whether you're giving money to a beggar or helping a family member, you just don't know what, what, what can come of it. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of them things where you think you're doing something just to pass the time, but it actually has a higher meaning, higher purpose behind it. I feel you. I feel you. And uh, when you came around to, you know, deciding where you're going to go, how come you chose um, Dominican Republic? Big man thing, brother. That wasn't even the plan, my dude. Me, I'm a Southeast Asia guy, you know. I, I used to live in Thailand, I taught English in, in Thailand for one year. I used to live in Japan for two years teaching English. And I've been traveling all around Southeast Asia, Europe. That's my go-to, more Asia. Philippines, I was supposed to go to the Philippines, but it was closed because of coronavirus. Okay. So obviously I was like, okay, where to go? So I'm just flicking around. Bro, I was studying so many countries. I was looking at Africa. I was looking all over. And then I just came up and I have to take off my hat to this brother you know big jay's escaped to the dominican republic you know this is a black uk brother you know with jamaican um, descent doing big things in the dr telling people brother you can escape to um you can escape the bs back home and you can go to the dr and live a lovely life there. whether you're on and off whether you're living there permanently you can do this thing and then what, he's got he's he's on youtube yeah big jay's escape to the dominican republic Big Jesus brother, kid. you know, OG, OG in this game, you know, vibrant brother from Tottenham, North London, you know, street guy as well. And he just, and you know, he's a professional now in the UK. He lives on and off in, in a DR. And, you know, I've messaged him and he, he reciprocated. A lot of people, I'm sure you've experienced this, you holler at them, nothing, air. Eh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with him, reciprocated, yo, bro, yeah, definitely. He was monetized, you know, he had a big respect in the DR, um, the DR community, you know, a lot of respect from the American guys. His channel was massive, but obviously he, he wanted to revamp his channel because he didn't want to go with the whole promoting prostitution, all of that crap. So he just deleted all his videos and started fresh. But if you had seen his old content, he had some power content, power content. He had the respect to the DR people and he put me on. And then when he, when I saw him, then I came across Nelson Sewer. Um, I came across, uh, was it, Taylor Made Dreams, Roll the Tape, and then other DR community, Barber World TV as well. What you know what? you got you got to link me to all these these black YouTubers because I don't Let's even... Let's do this, man. Yeah. I'll... There's a lot of big stuff there, man. Yeah, now nah, drop, drop me a message after with... Because I... 
I'm I'm always searching for this content, but sometimes I feel like it's hard to find. Like, I come across you by chance, like pure pure chance. We come across you by chance. Let me but... let me even tell him. Let me even tell him how like we came across his his page because we had um the idea of dr because um I wanted to go to the Caribbean, but I wanted to go to Jamaica. Um, I wanted right. to go to um. Columbia, I went to right? Colombia, and both places were closed, so. It was kind of like a cross between the two, and then it was like, okay, let's link up and go. And and um, I was looking at DR vlogs, videos, as much stuff as I can find, and then I saw your one, like it just was on my home screen, and then it said, um, it was a video where you got refused entry to Colombia. That's and it. I, I yeah. said, okay, this is very relevant. This is very very relevant. So I clicked on it, watched it, sent it to Omar. And then I was like, yeah, this this brother, he's actually from London as well. Like he's he's funny. Like, he, he's, you know, you know that video. Yeah. When I watched that video, that's the reason why I decided, okay, I can't go to Colombia no more. Because that was the plan for me. Like we're 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 flying off to like DR in a couple of days. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in, initially, um I was meant to go to Colombia, but when I saw that, I just thought, you know what, this is a myth. So like, yeah, your your videos they're helping out, man. They're helping the community still. Little stuff, Joe. I mean, even me, fam. Them man were ready to deport me because England are banned because of that new strain that you man got cooking up there with Boris. He's banned from uh, <laughs> from over sixty countries, including Colombia. So with me, I had to basically. They were like, nope, you're not coming in. They put, they put me in a holding cell, not a holding room, sorry. And then they're like, yeah, we're gonna deport you back to England. Boom, boom, boom. What are you doing here and that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? First of all, I got my PCR test. Do you know what I mean? Second of all, I haven't even been in England for six months. Sorry, for three months. So they just had to kind of verify my details. They're like, okay. How did you prove it to They're going to double check. And then they, they went off. They left me there for like an hour. And I'm like, is that man really going to deport me back? Bro? I'm not going back. <laughs> how, how did you prove like, how did you prove that you well, was... You obviously, was, um... I knew I was cool because I haven't been in England. I think the law... I, I read up that it's like you can't you can't come in if you've been in England or uh, if you're if you're just if your starting destination is England or if you've been in England within 14 days. Well, yeah. With me, I haven't been back for three months. And forget all of that as well. The new strain, I believe, at the time occurred two months ago prior, whereas I've been traveling for three months. So when I left the UK, they didn't even have the new strain. Do you know what I mean? So I already yeah. knew that I was good. But obviously, you always have doubts. It's like getting stopped by feds, even though you know you're legit. You're still thinking, are them, are them band them going to try something? No, yeah. Normal thing. Always like that. Thing. So how but do you find... For coming across, sorry, just quickly. Just thanks for coming across my channel. And I think it's just the YouTube algorithm, the way YouTube works. But it's it's just chance. But then again, maybe it was meant to be. A, luckily, you guys are going to the DR. You're going to turn it up there, I'm sure. And please, just quickly, don't just do Sasua. A lot of people just go DR and just do the whole Sasua stuff. Try and try and hit Santo Domingo and try and hit um, Puerto Prada City. Wait, what? What yeah. Sasua? Where is that? Is that um? Is that a oh, city? Oh, Nah. That sounds like that's um... basically the red light capital of the DR. Oh, I swear. Yeah. Well, where, like, where, where, where? Basically, like the Amsterdam of uh, not not Amsterdam. You know how like Amsterdam, you got the red light district. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the Pattaya of Thailand, it's like that. It's Sin, Sin City for the DR. 
Bruh. No, to be fair, I don't even, people I don't get even know about that, that But then you have to understand, but we're good guys. We're young, good-looking guys. We don't need to go there where OGs are there spending money. You can meet a lovely DR girl everywhere. Take her out. Treat her nice. She reciprocate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Back, like these road chicks back home. You need a CV to go and take them out on a date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I get that. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people districts no you know what us man we're not we're we're not really um we're not really into that sex tourism stuff to be honest good good good. a lot of people unfortunately just just are hooked up on stuff like that and i'm like you don't don't get me wrong go there it's a laugh but don't get stuck in there it's it's way better than that yeah that's what i had to say and hopefully for the viewers listening in too you know because you know these american guys i like that kind of strip strip club Lifestyle with they, love, they like it easy, they like it easy, don't they? You know, like stuff like that. I just you don't, you know, what I mean, it don't make sense to me, bro. No, no, so now the plan is Santo Domingo, Santo Domingo, and then yeah, you know, it's a, no, but definitely, man. You love your you love it out there, man. I, it's, it, I was living there actually, that was the plan. I went, it was the Philippines, it was closed, so in the DR, and I said, I'm gonna live in the DR in terms of being based in the DR. Cause I'm not, I'm no longer living in England. I'll go to visit. That's about it. So that was basically my base, the DR. And it's funny because I went to the DR, and then I went to Colombia, and then I preferred the DR. But then I went back to the DR. I was like, you know, because Colombia is like affluent. You know, people are elegant. Yeah, yeah, Women yeah. are elegant. You know, DR are a bit. I don't know, like it's very more developed. It's more, de- it's more um, um, developing, whereas Colombia is more developed. And you know, we're from London, England. We're used to certain standards, you know, you know, certain hygienic standards, you know, certain etiquettes. Yeah. So um, yeah, I prefer the. I don't know. I came back to Colombia. Now I'm based in Colombia. So uh, this is the new, the new spot. Oh. Back in in DR. What are the people, what, sorry? What are the people like in DR? Beautiful women, beautiful weather. Um, the Dominican people, again, women and, and men, Dominican people are very welcome towards foreigners. And I believe the black people especially like it more because they look like us. They come in all shades, shades, they all come in all shades. They look like us. And I guess it's like going back to Africa. I remember when I went back to Angola, you know, I just felt home. I just, you know, I felt like I, I belong. And a lot of people feel that way when when they can look at someone that looks exactly like them. Not just that 1%, but the majority. And mm. when you go to the DR, we are the majority. Even though you go, I guess, a, a, a white-looking president, the majority are black. Even though the DR, some of the DR people won't tell you they're black, but they're black. Yeah. You know, especially when you get to the airport, you just get to see, bro, I'm in Brixley, I'm in housing, you know, I'm in Dalston Market. That's what you're going to feel like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They just look like us, and I guess they... So from, 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 from a racial... From a racial... From a racial standpoint. I mean, come on, look what's going on in the world, brother. you got police putting their, their neon guys' necks. Oh, you know, this Black Lives Matter movement. Bro, it hurt my heart when my little sister was was wanting to go on march for that black lives matter in london and she's only bloody 12. you know what i mean stuff like that yeah. and you go to certain countries and everyone looks like you ain't got stuff like that and you're like raw 
what we've been doing, man. You know what I mean? Mm. Which will kind of prove that we belong. And then when you go certain places there, you feel like, bro, that's my bro. That's my broski. You know what I'm saying? And then you feel like you're, you're supposed to be there. And that's unfortunate. That's what happens. You try going to some, in the middle of nowhere, in some um, abandoned white pub, and you walk in there as a black guy, and you see if you feel like you belong. Mm. Not, say, not saying they're gonna, I'm not saying they're not gonna they're gonna treat you a certain way, but just how you feel. Whereas you go to a shortage, you go shortage, you go to one night out, you know, and you're gonna see how you feel. And that's how I feel. People feel like they belong. Good weather. Uh, it's cheaper than London, England, England, England is very expensive compared to these countries that we're talking about. Colombia is even cheaper. And that's what it is. It's just uh, people just feel different. You just feel like I've been, I feel like people are waking up. And I think um, I just have to say this the Americans, they have a lovely term for this. They say it's unplugging from the matrix, unplugging, unplugging from the false reality. It's like this misconception that the media um, feeds you, like, oh, life is like this, life is like that. And then when you travel and you experience life from a different perspective, from a different light, you're like, whoa. Is it really like this? Oh, things are really this cheap. Like, wow, so I, what am I doing? Like, I know a lot of people buying properties in London. They're getting that sad one-bedroom flat for like 600 or whatever, just because it's nice. in London. And yet you can buy a bloody, hey, what's it? You can go and buy a condo in the DR for 30,000. What are you mm. doing with life? And then Triple. imagine that. So you bought somewhere 600,000. And that's just and, and you pay, and, and just for one bedroom, whereas you can pay thirty thousand for 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 a two bedroom uh, um, condo with a pool included. How much? And and then and and then, and then you still got five and, you, and then you still got um, five seventy five hundred seventy thousand left. Wow! People and you're in the sunshine, and it's cheaper to live there. So what, are you planning? Are you planning on buying property in any of these countries? Ten percent, brother. Ten percent. As a um, as a foreigner, is it? I would I would assume it's like a it's a long process, or it's difficult. It's a long, difficult process because, you know, that's another thing when you're going to these uh, developing countries, and also foreign countries. You know, you really need to know your stuff. To invest it in a good, good lawyer. Even when you, I've had, I've known people that have bought restaurants, and then they've signed the contract. Everything was great, but then all of a sudden, everything changes. You know, you're it's not your country. You know, you're you're still a foreigner. Everywhere you go, you're still a foreigner. Not saying they're gonna treat you bad, but you always have to watch out. So, it's so what? Very so what, what? What things can you do to make that kind of that process kind of go smoothly? Get a good lawyer and do your own research because even a lawyer sometimes trying to rip you off. So I, my best advice is get a reputable lawyer and also do your own due diligence and your own research before mm. you sign on a dotted line. And try and get into the expat community because that's another thing people don't talk about. When you travel, we're like, we read other travelers usually outside of your home country, they're more warm because it's like you're both like-minded, you're both woken up. So there's a lot. There's a lot of great uh, um, forums, um, a lot of great um, expat communities. Um, we've got everywhere you go, and you just try and get involved in them. Ask for people. Talk. Talk to people who have bought properties, 
you know, they might tell you the, the stuff to look out for, things to not look out for, and search the web, do your own research, get into the expat community, and get a very good, reputable lawyer. My advice. So cool, how's how's Medellin treating you? Because when I watch your videos, I see like that place is open. And what's interesting to me is when people are out partying, yeah, it's like the vibe is, it's like everyone's dancing like they're in their bedroom or no one's watching them. They're just enjoying themselves. I mean, so many people have hit me up like, oh, oh how much, how much for the girls and you know how these pros are like and i'm like no bro like don't get me wrong yeah there are professionals out there to try and make some bread but these girls literally just want to go out to have a good time these guys want to go out to have a good time colombian people are very respectful they're very warm and it goes back to the dr obviously you got a lot of lights you got a lot of uh, kind of white um, um complexion um colombians but you also got a lot of dark colombians my, one of my good friends here is an ex-police officer and now he's a police attorney here in Colombia, you know, and, and he's a dark skin. He looks exactly like me, even darker actually, but he's a Colombian, full-on Colombian. People forget that Colombia have a lot of mixtures. They're very, mm. very, very diverse. Diverse, yeah, you know, yeah I went yeah. to the Camino 13 tour. It used to be the worst um, hood in Colombia here in Medellin. And uh, I went there and I was surprised seeing the, the amount of black art that they were on display. It was like a, it was like graphic tour. So you had a lot of uh, black heritage there. A lot of people don't know about this. You know, again, it goes back to feeling belong. Pe um, people that can re that you can resonate towards and are similar to you. Cheap, uh, welcoming, beautiful. Men, women, beautiful. And I think they have this, it, this have this philosophy, and it's not just Colombia, but a lot of countries that I've witnessed, I've been, I've, I've been to and visited. They have this philosophy where they don't have much, but they make the most out of it. Kind of like Africa, especially. Yeah. You know, like England. I've, you know, I've had a good job in England, working in the hospital, ICU and operations. I've seen my friends have good jobs, good mortgage, good cars, but they're stressed. High blood pressure, you know, depression, all-time high, mental health, all-time high. I mean, what are we living towards? And that's why one of my favorite, favorite sayings that I say on my channel is, live to live, not live to survive. You know, and Colombians, they have this philosophy where they're out every day. I'm not saying they're spending mad bread, but all they can take, same with the deal, they can just get a little beer, buy a big bottle of beer between five people, get, get five cups, share that stuff, play cards, dance in the street. That's the culture. That's the philosophy. You don't, you don't, you doesn't, you don't need much to be content, to be happy. In Japan, same thing. Rich country, but everyone's miserable. A lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people are miserable. They have this saying called the salaryman, businessmen that work all night and then just drink and they have alcoholism. They have Japan's got the highest suicide rates in the world. Yeah. Yeah, but then they have one of the most that the, the economy's thriving, they're affluent. You know, stuff like that. And it goes back to the philosophies, how you view life. And I think Colombia, they I love the philosophy here where live 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 live, live day by day and make the most out of today. If tomorrow comes, great, tomorrow comes, but let's enjoy life now. 
So oh, every day I get messages. Even yesterday, my boy messaged me, yo, we're in crystals. We got bottles. Are you coming up? And I'm like, oh, bro, I can't. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I can't. But, and then I get a message like, hey, we're like in a park. We're playing some music and we're playing dominoes. You want to come? Like stuff like that. Like every day there's something going Whereas L- London, living for the weekend, sometimes you don't have time for your boys, your family, your own kids. So then sometimes it goes back to quite to be miserable. Is that is that a mindset though? Because it's the same twenty four hours. It's the mindset. It's the mindset, and unfortunately, the country also promotes that philosophy because they adapt to England. They adapt that lifestyle where hey, work hard and then you got the weekend off. That's the mindset that people push in the, in the UK. They push that forward all the time. You know, work hard, get a good job, get a good job, um, take one year, um, get a, a year holiday, take a holiday once a year, uh, buy a house, you know, do this, do that. Whereas, but here they're like, yo, enjoy life, relax, go out, you know, you want to go out, here, you know, how many times you, your parents like, oh, what are you doing? You're spending money on this, you're spending money on that, or just like, Everyone's always trying to watch your control, whereas these countries are more carefree. The mindset is more carefree. It's more, hey, go out there, have fun, enjoy. And they're very family-orientated. I used to work in a hospital. The amount of old people they abandoned in a hospital with no family member that went and checked up on them. They only checked up on them when, when it's like their last days or when they die so they can get that big inheritance. Whereas these countries, they're very family-orientated. They live with their, their grandparents. Until sorry, their grandparents and their family until they 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 pass away and stuff like that. Same religious as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Very religious, very religious. And in the UK, you know, you got a shift. There's less there's less young people going into churches, you know, seeking religion. You know, I remember when I was young, they used to have Christmas plays. Pretty much scrapped that. Now it's all about bloody Santa Claus and the tree. More, more times, you know, what I'm saying like. It's just, it just goes back to philosophy, but also the philosophy you don't have to adapt, you don't have to adopt it, and it goes back to your mindset. My mindset is different the way I view things. When I was young, I was spending money doing finances on BMWs that cost me twenty seven thousand to clear off. You know, getting yards that were had two bedrooms where I could have just got a yard for one bedroom to rent. Like it goes back to that mindset. Like what one? Like what is, what's this for? Do you need all of this? And then when I adapted the travel mindset, I said, you know what? I don't need this. I don't need that. I don't do this. I got rid of a lot of trainers. I had like seven trainers. Now I only have two trainers. Um, I got rid of clothes, expensive clothes too. Just left them. Got rid of the yard, got rid of the cars, everything. Bro. And it goes back to the mindset. Like what, 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 what is needed for you to be content? Not just what the what the man them tell you, what the girl them tell you, what the family members, what the media, what your religion, but deep down inside you, what does it take for you to really be happy? And then I just got my raw moment where I was in a DR, I was in like a barrio, and I was sitting down, sipping on some beer with, with the locals, cracking jokes, playing music, and I'm like, I'm happy here, man. And then I had, I had a nice car, I had a nice yard, do you know what I mean? I had a bunch of gums back home and yeah, I wasn't really happy. Smart. I feel you, I feel you. Smart. And
in terms of um language, yeah, you've got a bit of a head start there because you, you speak Portuguese, don't you? Yeah, because obviously my heritage is Angola. Angola and Portugal, so we speak Portuguese. Angola was colonized by the Portuguese, so that's the home language. And if you know, and um, just to give a lot of history, Portugal and Spain used to be one country before obviously politics and was stuff. Iberia and they or something like that? Pardon? It was called, was it Iberia or something like that? I don't know how that deep, but it used to, it used to be one country. Yeah. And obviously with politics and stuff, I think it was some kind of monarchy. They didn't marry within this family and that, and then they kind of separated. But it's basically the same language, just obviously certain words are different, and obviously the dialect and the pronunciation. So that was already a head start. So English, um, Portuguese, obviously now I'm developing more and more on my Spanish. Um, and funny enough, I actually speak basic Thai. Thailand was the only country that I really adopted everything, you know, including the language. Because I was always chilling with the with the locals, I was drinking with them, I was partying with them, I was going out with them, and they were like, "Yo, you're in our country, you're speaking Thai," you know. Where I, I never really got the whole idea of traveling to a foreign country only to hang around with people that you can meet back home. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't really get that. Like, what's the point? And a lot of people they do that. But with me, I've always been chilling with the locals all the time. Whether you see me on a DR video, don't get me wrong, I'll buck foreigners here and there. I'm always with the locals. I got Thai, I got Colombians here ringing me up. Yo, what are you doing today? I got a girl coming right now, bringing me food, chilling Jeez. with, gonna hang out with me here. Colombian, I got my lawyer brother, my lawyer brother, and I met him by chance. I asked that brother directions. He was like, "Hey, where you from? Are you from Ecuador? What are you doing now? Okay, sit down, let's drink." Like just by chance, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, languages do help, and I'm, I'm very, and I'm, and right now I'm telling you, I got that Duolingo app. And I'm trying to do, I've always wanted to learn German because that's my favorite European country. German and obviously try and um, develop the French, but yeah, definitely. How do you um, meet up with locals and, and get uh, like, acquainted with locals when you go to different places? Just go with the flow, brother. Go with the flow, like literally. I can tell you stories upon stories of stuff that's happened to me just by chance. I just like, do a little research. Okay, where's this? Where's the where's the shopping center? Where's the main city center? And I put it on that big Google Maps, and I just go with the flow. And then I'm very um, approachable. And I think that's another thing why I, I would advocate people to travel by themselves because you're more approachable. When you're in a group, you come across as a bit intimidating because people don't want to disrupt the group. But when you're by yourself, you get a lot of people that will gravitate towards you. Hey, where you from? What are you doing? Mm. Let's do this. Let's do that. So with me, I just go with the flow. And I've met a lot of great people just by going with, going with the flow. Like the lawyer guy that I just told you about, the police attorney here. And he's a man, not to say his name, but I can say it now. He, and I'm not going to say his name, but he's a, he's a, a, he's a member he's a, of, a, of a political group here. The second biggest um, political group in Colombia. He's a senior member there also. So he's a, you know, guys I just met by off chance whether they are high in society or just, just normal people going by, but just going with the flow. And I think that's another thing I'll, I'll try and encourage people to do. A lot of people are like hesitant to kind of, the two too focused on making plans and sticking to plans. I, I prefer just being unorthodox and just rolling the dice and see what happens. So, so a lot of my nights out, if you see them recently, they've all been late night. Because I'm at home, I'm tired and I get like a phone call, yo, 
come out or I just get like sometimes I just I feel like I'm wasting every day being at home because I'm in a because you know I'm you know I'm 30 now and I've done like hard hard years studying uni you know working nine to five and so a lot of times I'm 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 at home and I'm laying down on a bed and I'm thinking hey you're in Colombia and you're gonna spend tonight indoors you know like so that's why i always just try to just go with the flow when i didn't meet people to to have a good time i normally just meet people on the way anyway and german yeah, and that's another thing when you're a foreigner you're uh you're like a prince you know you're like the prince because they know you're a foreigner because you stick out and they want to gravitate towards you and they want to make sure you you're a lot of love. you don't need to be white for people to love you abroad you know, that's another thing I'll say. I love my white people. I love my... You don't need to be sure. I had a guy who messaged me, an American guy. Hey, uh, how does Colombians think about short people? Would I be treated good? I said, of course, bro. Come true, man. Roll with me. Hit me up. Let's do this. You know, gay, whatever, you know, whatever your sexual orientation is. If you're shy, if you're not, just come out here, man. Just go with the flow, man. You never know unless you see. I mean, one of my... One of the best quotes that my brother used to tell me, it's by Zin Ziga, is you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. You don't know unless you, you go out there and you see what I've won. Yeah. You might even meet your future wife. You might even you might even uh, meet a, a, a business uh, um, colleague, potential business colleague. You don't even know. Man, I wish I was there right now, man. Honestly, like, I wanted to go there. Over there. <laughs> Uh I've got a question. Have you have yeah, you heard yeah. of a city called um in Colombia called Quibdo? Never. Oh 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 you mean a palanca? Palanca. Palanca. It's a it's a it's a like a all black city, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's palanca. Palanca? Uh, palanca palanca. Amigo, tu es colombiano? Tu es colombiano? Mas tu sabes uma cidade aqui. Sorry guys. Palanca? Palanca. No? Now keep though, keep though. Probably I think that's one as well, but there's one It's in it's in the state. Know. It's in the state um Choco, I think. Mm. Choco. Choco. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Choco. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like three hours from here. Yeah. yeah no. That's where the lawyer is from. That's where my lawyer is from. My my uh, police attorney guy. Choco, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I was wondering if you if you you, you had been there or, or had plans to go because that's oh, one yeah. of that's one of the places that I was planning to go because it's yeah. um yeah, I heard it's it's, a, it's like an all black city. I didn't even know that really existed yeah. in yeah. South America. Like yeah, yeah. it's very diverse here, and there's a lot of black Colombians. People just look at Colombians as white or Indian. No, there's a lot of black Colombians. There's a lot of mixtures here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are people that were here from the day one. Uh, yeah. Same with uh, Palanca. There's another big flyboy, the fly, flyboy, the flyboy way. Um, big up to him. He's encouraged me to travel. Um, he also went there. He done a nice video about that Palanca as well. And it's kind of like Choco, where it's all black and they even have their own police. They manage themselves basically. All black city, and they yeah. like and they, they they speak Spanish mixed with Creole. Oh, I definitely got to go there, man. Definitely, Definitely. Need to get in touch point. with that stuff. Yeah, hundred. So, what's your future plans then? Like, where where do you see yourself going to? 
Uh, right now, I'm based in um, Colombia. That's, I'm not. Um, I'm basically living in Colombia, and that's another thing. Um, I have a different co uh, conception with um, living. I believe I go with the flow. So, for example, I was living in the DR last month. Now I'm living in Colombia, so I just live in Colombia. And then when I want to go somewhere else, or when I live somewhere else, I'll just change. And I'm very adaptable. I'm just versatile, mobile. So mm. at the moment, I'm living in Colombia until otherwise. So Colombia's going to be the base. But I'm still planning to visit Brazil. I've got my boy. He's coming in March. Uh, my bro from uh, from the States. I met him in a DR. He's coming in March, end of March. Um, uh, and we're going to link up, and he wants to go to Brazil with me as well. So the plan is to go to Brazil to go visit uh what's the other one cuba that's my go-to place cuba oh my when i when i when i graduated from my masters at uni i just said bro i need to go to cuba and just go crazy and just relax and unfortunately that trip never happened but cuba is big on my list that's yeah, i need to same, be there probably for same, a same. month i tell you for at least a month but yeah the next two is uh uh what's his name um Brazil, Cuba, and then when I, and then I, and then as soon as I do them too, if I can do something small or, or a good deal comes around with this with, with the city breaks or with a good flight, then I'll choose like Panama or whatever. But at the moment, Cuba, Brazil, and then as soon as I complete those two, I want to go into stage three of the travel movement. We'll go back to Asia, and I want to go back to Thailand. I haven't been to Thailand for like six years. And I used to live there. I have a family there. I have friends still messaging me now. Look, how are you doing? How's everything? Happy New Year. You know, real acquaintances. So that's mm. going to be the next movement on my channel. Stage three will be going back to Asia, Philippines. Because I, I had a massive hard drive. Because before YouTube, I was filming for fun. And then that hard drive got corrupted. So all my memories went. So when I told people, yeah, Philippines, they're like, oh, where's the videos? I'm like, you know, Thailand, where's the video? I've only got like two ones that are mash up. So I want to go there and pop up, give you a detailed um, um, travel guide of Thailand, Cambodia, that's another one, hidden gem, um, Vietnam, all of them, spit up, bang all of them up. So yeah, Brazil, Cuba, and then do Asia. And then stage four after Asia will be, of course, Africa, Tanzania, Angola, all of that stuff, mm. Kenya, everything. We're gonna keep our. But I'll, but I'll be based in Colombia. That's the new. That's the home. Calm, for real. Yeah. For real. They've adopted you. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna keep our ears to the ground. Make sure we're updated with with all of what you're doing. I just wanted to say, if I didn't say it already, I I like the way um your content is very raw, very uncut. You just show what you're doing, bang right. bang, and then you just upload it. Just a point. I'm not. I ain't gonna lie, YouTube is hard, bro. It's hard to please people. You know, um, I got family members on YouTube. You know what I mean? I got, I got, got them shaking it up with a batty and that. And I got my my ma is telling me, what's wrong with this video? You know, <laughs> got my little sister watching and stuff. So it's, it's hard to please people. It's really hard. Um, I got I got videos where I'm here, I'm chilling. You know, I'm filming the scenery. And then the American guys are like, yo, gee, we see what you're doing, but where are the girls, man? <laughs> 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 oh, 
They they still want to see the baddest chicas, bro. Them are hungry, bro. They want to see I the baddest chicas. Best thing is just to try not even try not to please people, man. Just do you, man. But but this is the point. I'm I'm, I'm going. I have a job. I have a video where I, a video where I'm, I'm I'm talking about my first YouTube check, and um, that video, on that video, I say to people like. Don't do it as a business. Don't do it to these people, but just do it for you. And if it kicks off, it pops off, it pops off. And mm. um, pretty much my YouTube channel, pretty much, I became, was made off one video. And that was my Hush Puppy documentary. Right now, it's standing at 195,000 views. And when I was doing my travel videos, I also wanted to do documentary because I've always wanted, I like documentaries. I like, so I, I was always doing it for fun. So I done that documentary, not thinking nothing was gonna go about it. That document, that, that 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 video was sitting on like twenty views, thirty views for like one two months, and then all of a sudden, I don't know who shared that to a platform, but it went boom, and then that basically got me monetized, got my watch hours, and then obviously now, you know, I'm coming up to approaching three thousand views, and I've just been monetized two months ago. You know, my first YouTube check. I received was fifty pounds, and that was uh, and and um, that. But I couldn't even withdraw it because you have to get over six hundred. I'm sorry, over sixty pounds to withdraw it. And then the following month, because there was a cut-off period, and then the following month, it came up to six hundred dollars, which is four hundred and thirty pounds. I don't know about you, brother, but if you're traveling full time and you're digging into savings and you get an extra six four thirty in your pocket. That's I look so right, so that goes further away. That goes further in these countries. It's yeah. more than a dollar. So that's what I'm saying. Like you're always gonna, you're always gonna have people say this and that. There's a lot of uh, trolls, a lot of hate as well. But it just comes over, just comes to the territory. Just don't mind that. Sometimes you put your your. I, I remember when I done like a video. I put so much effort in that video, so much effort, and then you put it out, and you're like, yo, and then you look and you, and you check on it, and it's like five views, six views. And you're like, really? But that's what I'm saying. Don't look at it as a business. Don't look at it like even what you what you guys are doing. Just put it out there. Put it out there. Keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. Cause you never know what can come about it. It's mm. good for you. Because if you do it as a business, you're going to lose your passion and you're going to stop posting. But if you do it as you, like, hey, I like this. I'm going to film this. I'm going to put it out there. What Some of my best videos have been videos that I didn't even think were going to do well. I just said, you know what? I like it. I don't care what people say. I'm going to post it. And then it just blew up. And I was like, rah, sweat up. Mm. Just do it for you kind of thing. Yeah, do the your way. Time, the watch time is going up, yeah? The watch time keeps going up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've got a question. What What do you do for um travel insurance? Do you Do you have any insurance at all, or do you just um brother, do you just freestyle? Brother, in the name of Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. I went Africa. I have my I had I had my I had my family members that were like ninety years old. My great um sorry my my aunties that were like ninety and eighty surviving off leaf and just drinking water eating natural food fruits vegetables <laughs> hey man in the name of jesus right now i don't trust anything really with the 
Just bro, it's in the name, obviously, I will, I will always advocate to get it. I will say that I've, I've got it in the past when I went to Thailand, I got it. I paid like 300 pounds for like a year for a private healthcare insurance. Yeah. And I, I didn't use it. And I was like, bloody hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then again, I knew, um, I knew a, a, a girl from Northern Ireland. She was teaching in the school with me. She caught dengue fever. And she got sick, and then she got rushed into hospital. And then the hospital were like, hey, relax, it's okay, rest, we'll take care of you. And she was there for five days. And then she, then she, then, then when she was okay to leave, they put her clothes on, she was going to the door, and then the police were like, the, the medical staff were like, nah, we've got police waiting outside, you need to pay your bill. $500. What did she get? Jung- what did you say? Jungle fever. fever. She could have died, she nearly died. Dungy fever. Dungy fever. Never yeah, heard of it. Adam, yellow, yellow fever, whatever. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Uh, $500. She didn't have health care insurance. So she had to pay the hospital. You know what? That's, that's not even that bad con- compared to certain medical bills, man. That, that shit can go into the thousands. So five bills, relatively speaking, she got off lightly, man. Bro, I'm telling you, like, I personally need, I will always advocate getting it. But me, I'm alright. I trust in God. He's giving me have you heard have Have you heard of like any horror stories from travelers that you see when you're in different countries and like and in terms that. of health wise? Yeah, in terms of needing yeah, insurance. Yeah, like food, food poisoning. No, 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 like insurance, but just like food poisoning. That's the only thing. Like there was a time I think it was in the DR in Thailand. And really, good, really bad food. Food poisoning, really bad. But. You know, I could have gone in hospital, but I was like, no, nah, it's cool, you know. Oh, and I got a Dominican tattoo because I got off the motorbike and uh, the exhaust, it burnt me because the exhaust, it, 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 usually in England, they have like a cap to protect it. But obviously when it gets hot, it can pretty much burn off the skin. So I got it really bad. I don't know if you can see it, but it burnt my skin off completely. I had yeah, to start, I can see. I had the inner flesh just there. Um, and it real sure. bad. It could have got infected, and if it gets infected, you can even lose your leg. Whoa! You don't, yeah. And don't it's, that's that just stuff. that's just for coming into contact. One is that will eat off your leg. The bacteria will eat off your leg. Mm. So, but I didn't go. My mom was like, "Oh, just go to hospital, please. Stop being cheap." She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "I'll so, you the money." I'm like, "No, mom, it's cool." Like, so how did you make sure that like this is gonna heal then? Um, I just um, pray up. Self-medication. I was going to the beach every day and then I was washing it with seawater. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so after a while, at first it was so itchy and it felt like I had parasites inside. That was scary. But then later on it was drying. You know, you just feel it drying and it starts to feel better. So I knew, obviously I took a chance but I knew it was healing, so that's why I kind of was calm about it. But I had it for like three three weeks. It took long to heal. But luckily, like, it's all right now. It's very typical. It's called a Dominican tattoo, apparently. When the sure. motorbike um, burns, it's called a Dominican tattoo. But yeah, that's the only major thing that's had occurred to me. But definitely, if if you can, get the healthcare insurance. But me personally, I'm, I'm good. You don't need it, but I'll get it. But for me, I'm, I'm all right for now. Calm. And um, I had another question as well. Um, how do you sustain yourself, like, throughout the whole year, just traveling? Because 
I feel I like that's one for a year, bro. Huh? I ain't been training for a year. No, I mean, yeah. yeah like, how how do you do it? Because it's one of the hardest things. Like, yeah, if you want to yeah. consistently do it, you need yeah. you need you need income, innit? You do, you need income. In London, I was actually buying and selling cars. That's what I was doing. Um, besides uni, was uh, I quit my job, and then I went full time to uni, my post grad. And then I was buying and selling cars off the auctions. And I, that was pretty good. And then I had a business partner, who was pretty much my boy. And when I, when I told him, look, I want to travel, can, can we go halves on it? And then you, obviously you do all the heavy lifting, you keep the majority of the fee, but can, we, can you keep doing it for me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, cool. I ain't trying to give it up. So that's what happened. But unfortunately, COVID hit, so things slowed down. So that wasn't really my main source of income. The majority. Oh, how you doing, man? Say hello to my friend. Look, I have a lovely Colombian princess here. Say hello, London people. Hi, London. Hello. Yo. Oh, tell them about that place you told me. Um, the place, Pika, whatever. Well, tell her about it. Pika. You know that place. What? In, t tell them, brother. The place you told me about. Oh, oh, Kibdo. Kibdo. Choco. Choco, a, Choco. A Choco. See, yeah, Pico. You know that place? Keeps off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, yeah, can yeah. you talk about a bit about the history there, if you know a little bit? No, babe. I don't know much about the Choco, but El Choco, Necocli, Tolu, these are very tropical places here. And their communities is completely tropical, like Costeño, mm -hmm. yeah. which is like coast. People, uh, Santa Marta as well, really. Santa Marta, all well. the way to Santa Marta, which we do like, like I used to go with my dad, all the way to the coast, every every like three months, mm -hmm. and then we go by car for like eight hours and reach Santa Marta in Cartagena. But before I lived in Apartado, mm -hmm. and trust me, Colombia is black. Colombia. That, that's what where it comes from. Mm -hmm. um, the the thing is that Medellin and Bogota. They say Hindu. What? They say it's mixed between Spanish and Hindu. Yeah, it's it is it is mixed. It's like mestizo. But there's many mixtures. It's many mixtures, but and mestizo is what lives in the cities, which is like kind of like light skinned uh, mestizos, which came from like the conquering of the Spanish here, like Simon Bolivar was like. That was very big, but the coast and the indigenous peoples are um, from the origins of the black community. So El Choco is that, like pure that. I have been to Choco like once, but Necocli, for example, is so cool. And like Chigorodo, these are towns where my, my mother used to give lessons to kids and we'd go with the little busetas all the way to these towns. And yeah, it's unlike unlike any any place else. Right, really, like. and we're live right now in London. They're London colleagues. They're London, uh, Murphy's mask. <laughs> what, what, and you have people listening. This is on YouTube live. What advice do you have for people wanting to travel to Colombia? Why should people travel to Colombia? I think I I think that the future of the protection of the natural reserves, which is right now, that is the point and the future is the agriculture that's 
happening in communities that have been invested in, uh, you know, Santa Marta, well, all over Colombia and all over South America, do know that it is possible to live differently and to live in nature in communities that are self-realized, self-sustainable, and that a lot of people are changing their lives. A lot of foreigners are coming mm -hmm. here to invest in land, mm -hmm. to invest in communities. Yeah. Um, it is not difficult. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I think Europe really shows a, a difficulty with community that we can really um, tackle by understanding what is really going on, which is trying to come back to community, trying to come back to ancestry. And it's, it's, it's all here. Like, I am, I am, I'm so happy to have come back after five years. I've been living in Amsterdam. It's been very tough to feel united, to mm. feel invested in individ like individuation in the cities. It's very difficult to wake up and you know uh, and feel not, community on your own because that's not how it works. And, you know? and, and then, you, and then you came from Amsterdam, so you know. Look, look at that lovely accent now, and you know, you well know that there's a difference. With, it's not way cheaper here. Look, it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 cheaper, but it's also like self. You can be self-sustainable, so you don't have to spend much money to no. to start investing into into a land, for example, or uh, entering a community and investing some money in, in the development. Exactly. If you're if you're doing agriculture, or if you're a professor, or if you're, you can exert yourself and offer this into a community, and then that's it. You know, you're and, you're in. And I was telling them also that the people here. They're local. They're very welcoming towards they are. us, towards anyone, really. They are, but they know that you are, you, you have that responsibility, and they have their own responsibility. Exactly. And so they respect that, and we feed each other with that responsibility, accountability, and I think that's the future: accountability and consciousness of your own decision making and like your own power, and coming back to that childlike. You know, curiosity of, of traveling—it's—is the future, really. Thank you so much for your time, lovely. Uh, this is a a, a a a filmmaker, a production. Um, um, what's your role again? I am I am filmmaker. I'm a videographer and a mixed media artist. And Colombians yeah. speak great English, and people that want to get involved in something like that, cinematography, whatever. How can people contact you, my darling? Contact me through Instagram. through Instagram or you know like. Push the Instagram. I can. I, we, we, I don't know. If, I mean, my name you is Luciana Bolivar. Luciana Bolivar, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 doing uh, multidisciplinary works, uh, working with musicians and uh, um, working towards community even in, in the industry of film, which is so tough for not autodidacts like myself but for women and for young kids and but yeah it's it's uh, it's lovely thanks for uh thanks for that i'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. make sure i I'll, get I'll, your I'll, instagram I'll and put it in the bye you after my g yeah all right take care yeah. darling thank you bye-bye london take care. Take see ya be safe thank you you too man. yeah that's my home go there man that's cool. i'll i'll put the um it's one of my videos as well. Play, I'm, I'm playing puppets of her. She's like, fuck Brexit. <laughs> oh, I saw that one actually. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. That's her, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. Drama. I, I know, right now, I know you... she feels like she was in the apprentice right now, ain't it? I know, I know you got a go scene. So, uh, where can the people find you? What platforms are you on? Travel um, Instagram, Colt at Colt underscore Travel Shortcuts, um, Facebook page, um, sorry, uh, YouTube channel, Travel Shortcuts, and in Colombia. But you're on Facebook as well, though, right? Hit me up. You're on Facebook as well, right? It's my family. Bro. Okay, all right. Cool, cool, cool. I know more you do the lives. Do you know what? I, I, I do need to do a, 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 a travel shortcut Facebook page, but at the moment, it was just kind of like family stuff on that. But if you just want to hit me up, Instagram um, and uh, the YouTube the YouTube channel, just com- hit my comment section. Uh, you know, I'm just eager to meet fellow travelers. You know, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. I've got like... 30 people I'm supposed to be meeting, over 30 people that have reached out to me. But again, some come, some don't. But it's, the movement is big. I've, I've, I have one guy that's doing massive things. You know, I think he has his own company and he wants to kind of do some stuff with me here. But like, just like, just hang out and just talk about stuff. But big stuff are happening on this channel, man. Watch this space, brother. Carter Henning, two weeks. You know, it's... it's all I can say really is thank you for allowing me on this platform. Real recognized, real. I love what you're doing, you know. And this is a sad thing. I remember when I was in London, there wasn't a YouTube channel like you talking about traveling and experiences, and there weren't none of that. It was all that, that you know what? That's why we kind of started this thing because we were looking for similar content, like you know, black UK ones that's traveling. There was none of it. There was, I, there was, I didn't see channels like yours. And that's kind of why I thought, you know what? Let's kind of just document where we go and put it online, sort of thing. This is like a podcasting, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio, yeah, yeah. Traveling thing, and I love that stuff. You know, you can, you can touch up on a lot of people, connect with a lot of dots. So anytime you want to talk, whatever. And what I want to do, bro, Anger, like, obviously, this was a, the formal thing, but we can, I can even do a thing where I'll meet some of my girl them or the man them colombia man them or a fellow travelers and we sit down and you do the interview and i have people on me like 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 the like the girl that just came in now like it'll be nice to kind of link up do something like that is what yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully this there, is man. this is the first of many and we keep we keep um, any time you might even have a travel shortcut series a playlist <laughs> close us out with that with that quote um you don't have to be uh great to start you you have to start to be great that's it zing zigger that's what it is man a lot of people are hesitant um to do stuff they're worried about they're always worried about should i could have with her and i always tell this I've, I'm, it's funny how you even mentioned that because now it came to my head i always tell this story when people ask me to travel I met I met a millionaire um, in uh, in the Philippines. I was staying at his hotel. He's met Tiger Woods. He's met all the. He's met George Bush. He's met Obama. He's met all, Clinton. He's met all the presidents. And I'm staying at his hotel, and called the Arizona in the Philippines, Subic Bay. And he had like a yacht. He had like a yacht party, um, and he invited me there. You know, and. Like, I just went up to him, like, I just went up to him, and I was like, yo, like, actually, I'm, I'm skipping. Uh, basically, he was at the bar, I walked up to him, and I'm like, wow, like, I'm sorry to disturb you, sir. You know, this is the Austra- white Australian um, um, guy, you know, he's like 60 years old or whatever. 
And I'm like, look, I'm sorry to disturb you, sir, but I just love what you're doing here and stuff. Like, I'm a young guy. I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to do in life. I think I was like 21, 22 at the time. I'm like, I don't know what I want to do in life, but have you got any advice for me? And he says, the best advice I can tell you is, if you have an idea, just do it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about feedback. Don't don't spend years planning. Just do it. Because you never know. You never know what can come about. You know, and with me, traveling, doing a whole... I started off doing city breaks, two weeks, and then got... Sorry, two days, three days for the weekends in Germany and stuff, and then going back to England, working, and then it went on to doing holidays, like my holidays from my, for my job, two weeks... And then now I'm doing it full time. You know, so you, you really don't know. Just try something. You know, live to live, not live to survive. You don't have to be. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Try a thing, roll the dice, and you never know what can come about. Look at, Jeez. Look at, come on, look, look at Spiff TV. Look at the first side. Look at all the man them there. All them Dizzy Rascals. All of them man. Dizzy Rascals massive in in America. You know, every all the Americans that I touch. Oh, you're from England. Oh, Dizzy Rascal. Dizzy Rascal. But I just started off doing pirate radio, fam. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And stuff like that. Like, so, stuff like that. Just do do a thing, man. Book a holiday today, man, and just go with the flow. What I used to do, I used to have a... I used to tell people, when you see... Book book now, worry about it later. When you see a good offer, just book it and then worry about it later. You know, and that's my advice. Just try a thing. Don't worry about it. Don't think too much. Try a thing. Travel shortcuts, man. Thanks for joining us. For real, man. What's your slogan? You got a slogan as well? Nah, you know, we don't. Working Maybe it's pending. Maybe it's pending. No, the next time the next time we speak. Oh, uh, yeah. But the best <laughs> one's when it just comes to you. I, I, was, we'll I was freestyling. I was just talking and I just said, live to live, not live to survive. I'm like, oh, that sounds actually good. <laughs> and I just, you know, but. Stuff like that, man. Just try a thing. But I love, I love you giving me the platform. You know, real recognized, real um, fellow traveler like yourselves. You know, doing great things, empowering our community. You know, especially now with coronavirus. Man. Now with coronavirus, things are a nightmare, messed up. Proper, proper. Uh, that we, if, if we need, we need a voice of reason. We need an escape. We need, we need a go-to plug. You know, and this is what you guys are doing. You're plugging into yeah. people day in, day out. And giving them this this free game that you can actually make something of yourself somewhere else. 